When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Where's the video of RuPaul telling me it's been a mistake? My name's Keen. And my name's Chris, and I've put out a few fragrances this morning. <laughs> and you're listening to Sissy That Pod, your favorite RuPaul's reaction podcast. Today, we are getting into the makeover challenge of All Stars 8 with three glorious queer women. It was a fun episode. And actually, something we didn't talk about in it at all is Zooey Deschanel was a guest judge. Are you a fan? No. <laughs> no, I, see, she's one of those people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is your mouth was like uh, i was trying to process who she was again um because there's like three different people that look the exact same katie perry's one of them i can't remember who the other person is um was she in she's new 50 girl shades? yeah she's new girl i didn't watch that sorry sorry i said that the whole show was she in 500 days of summer is that her yes that's her hated that so <laughs> <laughs> i only watched that recently for the first because it was on one of those lists of movies that you have to watch like 100 movies you need to watch before like whatever and i was like okay and watched it and i was like the 2012 of it all like the tumblr-esque mm. moment of it i hated it so yeah now my my vision and my um knowledge of the civilization now comes exclusively from that and i just don't like it so also i don't know if she added too much to the episode we didn't talk about her in the episode so <laughs> couldn't have been that impactful this week we have podcaster radio host rebecca shackleton who i always enjoy chatting to here we go with rebecca shackleton Rebecca Shackleton, thank you so much for joining us again on Sissy That Pod. And I believe since we last spoke, you have managed to acquire yourself a drag-related injury. Oh my gosh, drag queens are dangerous. Um, I was on my hen last week in Lisbon with all my friends. And on the Friday, there was a surprise guest in the apartment. I walked out to the terrace. Hocus Pocus theme music was playing. And there was a stunning drag queen called Lady Irina sitting there about to read tarot cards. So I made friends with Lady Irina. We were dancing all night and at one point I fell over um, probably Lady Irina's leg or wig and I now am in a brace on my knee for a few weeks and it was worth it if I'm honest it was worth it, it was- yeah. <laughs> I'm in a brace I like the idea of you slipping on the wig like banana skin from a cartoon <laughs> style you know? yeah it was it was brilliant but um, yeah geez like do you know what I'm telling you the ice really helps if you ever have an injury it really does work yeah so yeah <laughs> Before we were jumping on the episode, you said you weren't finding this season the juiciest. Would you like to elaborate? Do you know what? I think it's because we've been so spoiled recently. The most recent uh, All Stars, All Winners series was probably the best thing I've ever watched. I adored every single episode. Jinx, just absolute icon. And then like Anitra. And Sasha Colby, we were so lucky the last few seasons that I think this one just feels slightly lackluster. Um, when the when the actual cast was announced, I wasn't as excited as I would normally be for an All Star series. And 
it just hasn't been my favorite and it's it's no one's fault i just think so, some way altogether it just hasn't happened it just hasn't been the best i'm still watching it every week and i'm enjoying it and i love some of the queens who've been competing i love jimbo so much i'd never watched um canada's drag race so i didn't know much about jimbo uh, but i'm a complete jimbo stan now and i'm so glad of that but as an all-star series i don't think it's the best one that we've had agreed chris um Oh, all we also want to note is attending this Zoom partially <laughs> naked as well. It's really add to <laughs> the chaos of it. Um, how did you find last week's episode of Stand Up? Because we, we missed yeah, you. Yeah, um, <laughs> apologies for missing last episode. Pride really got through me and I have to do it again today because it's Trans Pride when we're recording this. I feel like a real podcaster now when we're recording this. <laughs> um, you guys won't get it, yeah? Exclusive. Um, and yes, I am partially naked also. Um, as we said, we're all born naked and the rest is Bondi Sands. So, <laughs> So I'm tanning, <laughs> and that's why I'm virtually naked. If this video gets anywhere, well, I'm gonna send that to them. Hopefully, I'll get yes. some sponsorship oh God, for the podcast. Um, sponsor. was, yeah, last week the roast was so good, and that was I was gonna say because it was sad to see Alexis Michelle go, and I think it was because they were all really, really good. I think that was probably one of the best episodes we had, and of course I wasn't here, but she she was really good, and like I think they were all so good, but like Jimbo embodying um, John Rivers was just so iconic and yeah. yeah probably peak comedy this season as we said hasn't been the juiciest I think that probably was the, the zestiest episode then last week uh, I'm going to do something out of character and jump right to the end of this episode because I think Ooh. this is the most interesting part of this whole episode Fair. Candy's deliberation between sending home Jimbo Ooh. or Jessica I I thought it was a really interesting conundrum because it kind of felt no matter what she did, she isn't going to win the season. If she sends home Jimbo, she'll get such a backlash from the crowds, Jessica was going to win. If she sends home Jessica, Jimbo's going to win. You know, Rebecca, how would you play this? Would you, would you have gone the fair route or would you be more, you know, I'm only here, I'm here for 200 grand. I'm not going to win it if Jimbo's here. Send him home. I I was really worried at the start of this episode. Do you know with the they show all the highlights from last week, and mm-hmm. it was Jimbo kind of saying, "Oh, I think I'm hoping Candy doesn't do this to me." Yeah, and I was like, "The foreshadowing starting." I was like, "Jimbo's going to be sent home. This is going to be a travesty." So I was really, really worried. But I think ultimately, Candy did make the right decision for the show. Probably not for her because I think that Jimbo is going to win I think Jimbo deserves to win but I think Candy did the right thing for the series and for ultimately the right thing it was the fair thing like Jessica was weaker this week as much as I love Jessica Jimbo was stronger um it was a tough one though because part of me was like were the producers in your ear being like don't do that I don't know Mm. yeah again I think that that's kind of the crux of a question I'm interested about is what is the best outcome for, for the show as us, as the audience? Would we rather see the right person go home, i.e. Jessica, based on track record? Or do we want the drama of Jimbo being kicked out last minute and seeing Jessica win? Not this close to the final. I think if this had happened earlier, we'd be like, oh my God, what a shock elimination. And then Jimbo would go and win the fame games but at this point Mm -hmm. the final is I know it's not next week the week after next I think we all would have been so annoyed if Jimbo was actually gone at that point because I wouldn't care if Candy or Jessica won then Chris you're more ruthless than I would you what's your take on this (laughs) 
Send Jibbo home, girl. It's a competition. I, I I always think that like if you can get yourself a leg up in the competition, especially all stars, like everyone goes in there knowing that it's like doggy dog, draggy drag. So I was thinking she should have sent Jimbo home. Maybe and as you said, I think you explained it very well, Keen. Where like Jessica would have won because the fans would have had a huge backlash. But it would have been a gag and it would have been something you remember as well. I just she's like she's fighting for second place anyway. I think her best chance probably was against Jessica. So if she did actually want to win, then that would be the route, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, it just was a bit predictable. And then I'm like, oh, God, now we have to sit through a whole episode of, like, a talent show, which probably isn't going to have any weight to it. And then another episode of some sort of finale, which isn't going to have any weight to it either because we're just waiting for Jimbo to be crowned. So it's just a little bit boring for me. And as we said, it hasn't been the juiciest season. This was the last chance to kind of squeeze the last lemon wedge. And it was gone, unsqueezed. <laughs> I'm trying to make a metaphor out of here. <laughs> so even, like, you're, you know... You love Jimbo. We all love Jimbo. I love you, Jimbo. You love Jimbo more she than me, possibly. Jimbo. You still would have rather see her get the boot just for entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> These people aren't it real in my head. Down. It would have gone down in her street if that had happened. We, it would be a moment we'd all remember forever. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad but it I, didn't happen. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I began to reflect on, you know, how we view... All Stars 4, for example, after Manila was eliminated. Like, I, I don't think we like everyone remembers Manila's elimination as being an iconic moment but I don't know if anybody is out here being like oh Monet doesn't deserve to win or Trini doesn't deserve to win anymore I think we all just accept that they're winners and they deserve it over time so I was wondering like if Jimbo had got the chop give it two years would we all have been like slay Jessica she deserved to win I don't know you would have anyway. You love Jessica. <laughs> yeah, I do love Jessica. <laughs> I think she's great. She's doing really. She did really well this season. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'd be happy for her as a winner, more so than Candy. I think. I see Jessica yeah. more as a winner. I agree. And again, we're totally kind of off the topic, but more sort of meta. You know, for the season. Mm. I don't know how you, Rebecca, felt about Candy coming into this. I mean, I think I like her more, but in terms of her drag, I don't really feel like she's shown an evolution she's definitely more put together her drives a more elevated than it was before but i think candy is here to cause the drama backstage rather than bring it on the runway mm-hmm. um, she hasn't really though has she I, I feel like it would be boring without her though like her when alexis is bawling her eyes out she's like oh not again and her with her alliances you know it does give a little bit of something backstage but yeah, overall, I was really sad when the likes of Heidi and Lala were gone. They were the two that, when the announcement was made about the cast, that I was most excited to to see because I didn't know anything about Jimbo. So, yeah, Candy's a, a funny character. Candy's very divisive, but I do really enjoy watching her um, because she she's entertaining. Chris, Evolution of Candy, what do you think? Evolution of Candy, yeah, we haven't really seen it. I think within drag, like her makeup is obviously unreal and amazing. Um, but yeah, she probably was there to start to stir the pot. And this was her last chance to stir the pot as well, and she didn't. So maybe like but that's like she, and she's like one of the quotes for Unchucked as well, like the beginning of the episode. If you don't have star what is it, star quality? Quality, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So I think the, the they definitely brought her back for the drama. And she did have a few like little quips with Alexis, and then she kind of did start the well, I don't did she start the drama? She was part of the drama that got Heidi out in the end. Um, but yeah, I, I genuinely thought Candy and Jimbo were going to be clashing all season because you know Candy is is a tenacious character from season mm. thirteen, 
And Jimbo played a very sort of strange game in UK versus the world where she was all very like aloof and kind of like rude. And like oh. she had that fight with Rita Baga in, in Canada where she, you know, Rita was like, I, love oh, that like one. I, I chose you because I didn't really like your look. And it's like Jimbo goes, yeah, well, your wig line's awful. Like just like snaps back at her. And that's not the Jimbo we've seen this evening. We've seen happy go lucky clown Jimbo. So I kind of disappointed. I thought we were going to get like two Titans bash against each other. See, I didn't watch uh, UK versus the world or Canada's Drag Race. And now I want to go back and be like, Jimbo? I didn't think Jimbo was like that at all. She had some fun moments on Canada's Drag Race, definitely, with Rita Baga. And then I say, like, her wig belonged in the trash. Like, she got one, she gave her, like, what was it, a little critique? Something really small about her hairline or something. And then she just read this other queen for filth for no reason. It was brilliant. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was expecting from Jim Pope. Anyway, let's jump back to the start of the episode. Mm. Um, We had a mini challenge this week, which was kind of, which we haven't for a while. This felt like a very old school mini challenge, which I quite liked. They had to create a Jean-Claude Gaultier perfume, a bottle for the mini challenge, give it a brand and, you know, do a little advert campaign. Honestly, the, the branding challenges that they do, I don't think they're interesting enough for them to be maxi challenges. I think they work in this like mini challenge set much better. Um, which of the three perfume bottles, Rebecca, did you prefer? Oh, Jessica Wild, baby. Jessica is just so charismatic. Jessica knows exactly who she is. And I feel like you could throw anything at her and she'd just be like, run with it and go straight away. Jessica just stood out so much for me with this. She's just so funny. A scandalo. I keep saying a scandalo <laughs> all the time. I just, I love Jessica. She's just iconic. Love her. Mm, I love this scent. Isn't that what she was saying? Or I love this smell. <laughs> like she she's knows always her on brand. brand. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Do you agree? So yeah, Jessica yeah, was the right winner. Yeah, I definitely think so too. I think Jessica was definitely the best. Like, I did. She says some stuff as well that's like so unintentionally funny. Like it reminded me a little bit of her. What was the the true crime episode about the tacos and stuff? Oh like, yeah, that Taco kind of, Tuesday. Like, I just yeah. love. Yeah, when she says stuff and it's like it's so unserious that it's so funny. But she says, "Oh, I don't know. I I thought she was brilliant though. Did you did you like hers the best, King? I think so. I think hers was the best. I, like I didn't like. I think my favorite line from the whole thing was." you know are you have you put out a fragrance before Jimbo well I put out a few fragrances this morning like I thought that was a fun like, <laughs> whatever fart joke whatever but I think it was a fun quitty repartee I think it was fun and I mean Candy's face I thought was just stunning how she was given the given face in her ad for my muse so I think they were all quite good but yeah I mean I, I always have a bias towards my girl Jessica Wild. <laughs> um <clears throat> so I kind of thought we were getting a mini challenge this episode because we wanted someone to win the mini challenge so they could choose who got who in the pairings for the makeover challenge. And then they were like, nah, we'll just pull it out of the old pink box again from one talk five seasons ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would have been more interesting. But no, they were like, take that pink box out again. Someone find that underneath the shoe box somewhere. Yeah, random, just random. <laughs> I don't know what's going on this season backstage. That episode of Rue giving out to everybody when they were about to leave, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. The pink box makes an appearance in Untucked again. Uh, I don't know if you watched Untucked, but basically the girls get a horoscope reading from it. It's just... <laughs> It's really like... Rebecca's getting flashbacks now. The horoscope, the, the, the tarot cards. <laughs> Please! <I'm> like, <laughs> Drag queen tarot cards. sounds card. familiar. 
Oh my gosh, gas. No, I. you know I have never watched Untucked and I have no idea why I don't. I just don't watch it. You've never watched one episode ever? No, I've never watched Untucked, which is really random because I've seen most seasons of Drag Race. So you haven't kept up the fame game? You know. No, I have no idea what's going on with the fame games. I have. <laughs> I am so confused. I saw a preview for next week's episode. I was like, oh, they're all back for a talent show. I thought it was an Instagram thing. What's going on? Yeah, I was a bit confused with that as well, to be fair. Um, okay, well, I think I think they're going to be all back. <clears throat> so yeah, they've been showing their looks of the unaired runways on it on the Untucked at the end of Untucked. It's like a two minute thing. They squeeze it in. It's like the runways in season fifteen. Like you, they barely get any time. Um, and then like this episode because it wasn't a bring from home runway. They just go the fame games and a week off, and they did that with like the design challenge two weeks ago mm. as well, which kind of defeats the purpose of it. But I think. All of that, I think, was burying the lead for this talent show next week, which I think people will mostly base their results off, which will be all the eliminated queens. I assume Candy and Jimbo aren't doing anything. I've got to do their talent show and see who wins the audience over, I think. Hopefully Jessica wins that. Me too. I was Team Nasha Lopez, but she's been kicked to the curb now for Jessica Wilde. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really do want a queen though that hasn't been in the episode, has been in the season that much to win, just because it'd be more gaggy. I would. That's true. That <laughs> is true. Would. Darian Lake was actually the Sistepod fan favorites when I put a poll up during the week. She oh, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> and no one voted for Kasha Davis. I was raging. Um. Okay. Anyway, this week's uh, makeover challenge is making over three queer women, um, which. I love that they're doing this. I think, you know, for so long, queer women have been the backbone of the community, especially when it comes to change and community spirit and stuff like that. They often don't get the praise that they deserve. Um, but I'm kind of raging that it only that we only got to meet three of them. Because for me, the best part of the makeover challenge isn't really what happens on the main stage. It's what happens in the workroom and the stories and the interactions mm. and stuff. And I kind of feel cheated that we only get to know these three great women but that there's only three of them. Like they could have done this another time when there was six queens left or something like that. I would have much preferred that. I agree. It should have been episode like six of the series rather than two weeks before the final. Um, I do love the makeover challenge when we saw the preview last week that this was happening. It's such a great vessel for the queens and for the, the guests we made over just to open up because sometimes I feel like this season, my, my favorite part about Drag Race is how you could be crying, laughing, someone doing something woman and then you're it's really emotional people open up about the hardships they faced and their life stories so i love this challenge but i totally agree i would have loved it being six of the queens and then six of the 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 women being made over it would have been good yeah i love hearing their stories as well i think like one of the best ones was the canadian one they did like the rainbow project people i think they were great it was like these people who had like uh, refugees who are in the community. Yeah, Rainbow Railroad, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. And they they basically came like they did them up, and their stories were really interesting. And I think these queer women had really great stories to tell as well. And it just felt a little bit rushed because it was just squeezed in at the end of the season. Like mm. when we had the veteran episode, I know we had that gag with what's his name, Dave, who thought he killed Judy, Judy Garland. <laughs> um, like that was fun, and I think that those stories were interesting, and there was a good range of people. Mm, so you obviously I had like so. what was there like five or six of them, and they're all different. Some of them were older, some of them were younger. Um, like I think I think the, these three women, Amanda, Angie, and uh, Lisa, I think they started interesting conversations. I think the conversation that they had about who can say the word fag and who can say the word dyke and stuff. Yeah, that was really interesting. Thought that was was really interesting. I don't know how either of you feel, but I personally, I like 
I wouldn't even use the word lesbian without permission. Like I know some women don't even like that. Like I would always just say queer women, you know, <laughs> as a catch-all in case I know some women like Dyke. I like I know some women like Butch. I know some women like lesbian. I know some people like none of them. I know some people don't even like queer. Like it's very difficult, you know, these identifiers that we give ourselves. Um, so I thought that was a really interesting conversation that they had. And then also like conversations about comfort with femininity and masculinity which I think is something like everybody experiences but I think you know we in the queer community end up sort of spending more time thinking about it I suppose yeah the Candy's partner um is it Angie Angie yeah Ange, either Angie or Angie I'm not sure Angie um had a really amazing moment that she opened up about how when she was younger, people would tell her that she looked beautiful when she was dressing more feminine, but how she feels more comfortable with more masculine, like more masculine style. All of that was incredible because it's these things that sometimes I don't think about, we don't think about, and that needs to be spoken about. I haven't seen that in a makeover challenge before. I think the most recent one I watched was the, was it the teachers? Was that in All Stars? No, season 15. Oh, was it? Yeah, that's the most recent one, is it? Yeah. So all of those conversations are um are really important. I think Candy had um I suppose an advantage because Angie was a, a lot more confident um on on stage and just in general I think a bit more confident with being on a TV series, you know. Uh, whereas two of the other um women it, it was harder for Jimbo because Jimbo's partner wanted to be more glam and then Jimbo's kind of wardrobe was a lot more wacky clown type of thing. Um and then um Jessica's partner was a lot more shy so i think jessica was at a bit of a disadvantage with that um as well so it's kind of i I think candy definitely was the right winner of this challenge but was at an advantage because candy's partner was more confident on stage because it is about that family resemblance but also they had to do a a lip sync so that's a big part of it yeah i wonder how much the lip sync paid into because they kind of got their critiques before they did the lip sync because like in terms of family resemblance I thought like Lisa and Jessica or like, you know, Kitty and Jessica Wilde really looked like each other. Like they had exact same skin tone. I think Jessica was good to give her like the iconic Jessica Wilde wig of like the red, the brown roots and the and the blonde hair. Like I think they both look very similar. But as soon as they got into that that uh, lip sync, you know, poor Lisa was was out of her comfort zone. The 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 Kitty rare was very gothy Kendall from UK season one. <laughs> it was it was the second those boots were put on i was like no you've lost it i was like jessica's going home but i think that's part of the challenge as well is to kind of inject confidence into them and to like kind of give them your character and your flair because there's other queens that like might be a bit more kooky and might have their own little quirks and they were able to like kind of bring that into the challenge and give that their person those kind of characteristics so that they do have that family resemblance or if Mm -hmm. they have like a little dance or something that they do or they you know, sometimes it's well rehearsed, but um, yeah, I think Jessica's one. Yeah, she she looked like her. It looked really well. Like I think Jessica did really well with like the actual look, but then yeah, I think it didn't read when she walked. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. I thought Jimbo also had not necessarily an added complication, but like you know this extra or a different layer of things where uh, Amanda um 
was and that comfortable with her body and how her size and how clothes fitted her and how she felt excluded from feminine fashion lines and kind of her masculinity clothing whatever was kind of a rejection of that and then trying to feel comfortable in it again like I think there was a lot going on there with her in her head that Jimbo had to kind of overcome yes I do agree I think that Jimbo um Jimbo did I think everybody did a great job with with the partner they got but it is you're right Chris it's about the challenges about instilling confidence into the person that you're making over and I think Candy did an amazing job opening up about Candy's own mum in real life who is a butch lesbian and I think Candy made that connection really fast and was able to just just roll with it the the, the two of them were head and shoulders above everybody else and they seem to just really enjoy themselves so um I think Candy was a, a worthy winner but did have a bit of an advantage um but I would have loved to have seen more of the queens from uh this season do this makeover challenge it, it yeah. did it I don't think they've ever done this this late in this in the show have they no but I don't think there's ever been a challenge with just three contestants it- on mm. maybe season two or three maybe i'll have to double check that but like normally when it's three people you're at the finale so yeah it is it is a strange one um <clears throat> i don't know if it's worth going through the runway but we had jessica and kitty wild who were giving this sort of like la- lady gaga lesbian lady gaga and uh, big shoulder piece look that they uh both during very sort of pop star-esque jimbo and sissy delicious were kind of just wearing sheer black bodices with sort of diamante across it and matching so it's contrasting but matching pink and purple wigs and then candy and cookie muse were wearing a very cute to be fair mod baby doll dress which was like sort of like a kind of salmony pink and turquoise and sort of yeah contrasted each other i also think candy was wearing do you know that meme of candy from the brady bunch Okay, so she brought that back. Let me have a look at that. I'm like, now, now I'm yeah, very I need to look that up too. Yeah, Candy Muse Brady Bunch. Okay, yeah, so she brought back that, um, that wig. Yeah, that is it the same one as the baby doll outfit? Sorry, I remember that picture so oh. well. And she's in the polka dots. Yeah. <laughs> now that I look at it now, I should have looked up before. It's actually totally different, but the same yeah, one. It's a similar it. look, um, isn't it? Same energy. Ex- exactly the same energy. That's <laughs> I don't know what it is about that meme. It's just so iconic. Or like the picture. It is. It's, just so... it's, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. Like so <laughs> um, what is that from? Is this was that a challenge? No, no, there was like some Brady Bunch remake on Paramount okay. Plus. And okay. like a lot of the queens were in it. And, I was like having amnesia there. I was like, was this a challenge? I don't remember this week. Yeah. Oh my God. I see like, when was this? I, I see that picture doing the rounds. It's always, yeah, it's a meme on Twitter all the time. Um, yeah. Oh, I need yeah it was, it was like, it was good to see Jimbo like in the glam and all. But the only thing I felt about this challenge was I do like when you see the kind of process of the queens making the outfits or coming up with the family resemblance. It did feel mm. a little bit like Candy was like, I have these two outfits ready to go and they better work with whoever I've decided to. Sorry, I love this meme. This is the meme of Candy and Brady. That's my favorite. She's holding, She's holding a gun down the barrel of the car. <laughs> you would get yeah, out of your car. Was... Yeah, you'd get <laughs> out of Oh my gosh, um, But you know, you're sorry. Like We didn't get to see much of the... The design aspect of the looks it was all very much like here's what we have already but it was like i have this sheer sparkly outfit like this better work yeah exactly 
so yeah, I, I I agree with you, uh, Rebecca. I think Candy was was the right winner. Do you are you the same, Chris? Yeah, I think so. Again, though, it it did seem very like oh. Um, if they have a makeover challenge, I'll have these two dresses in my back pocket ready. They already have a family resemblance. So I was just kind of like a bit boring. Maybe they should have had to make it. But yeah, it was, it is what it is. I mean, a lot of queens do that now. I remember like even Manila, Manila got sent home in the makeover challenge and she had like matching like two of hearts and sorry, not to trigger you with oh, the cards yeah. again, Rebecca, but it was like two of hearts. <laughs> Drag two queens of and cards. clubs. <laughs> Never ends well. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did you like Candy trying to hit on Michelle? <laughs> I was like, wow, that would work on me. Do you know? I was like, damn, Candy, you're fabulous. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I do feel like Candy is just really, really amusing. Mm, like, yeah. just hilarious. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was fun as well. Um, in Untucked, I mean, I thought the queens were going to fight harder, Jessica and Jimbo, to, to stay the deliberations kind of haven't really been much this year. Like you want Alaska having a strong promise in a thousand years to somebody who's going to save her or even Jim Jimbo's deliberations in UK versus the world were all very like, mm, I don't know if I'll save you or not. I guess we'll see. Ha, ha, ha. And people were like, what the fuck? So um, yeah, this, yeah, this all, Jessica was like, I've worked really hard. I've been working hard for like whatever, 25 years. I really want this. And Jimbo was basically like, oh, you know, please don't send me home. I've done such a good job. I'll do anything. I'll give you a foot rub. Like that was kind of the extent of the pleading. Okay. Um, which yeah, I great. do miss the groveling. I miss the actual yeah. like life and death of it. And Alaska did set that precedent yeah. from the beginning of this format. So yeah, bring that back. Stomping around. In Not much American... crying as well, is there? No. no, no. Do you think it's because Jimbo knew? Like, does Jimbo know that Candy's not going to? I know that Jimbo says in the confessionals, "Oh, I hope Candy doesn't do to me what she did." Or, but do you think it's because Jimbo knew that Jimbo wasn't going home? They had no. Or do they just not care? Yeah, but Jimbo... but do they all? I thought they'd all be crying, being like, "This means the world to me," but they don't see. Like, does anyone care? <laughs> Make Jimbo genuinely care seemed relieved, and again, could be acting. But like, mm. generally seemed relieved when Jessica was Jessica's lipstick was shown. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a big, you know, of relief. I think because I think the fear was real. I think Jimbo knew that they could go home. But then, like in the liberations, it didn't feel like that. So yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Care. Mm. Um, there hasn't been enough crying though. You're right. Mm. I wanted <laughs> more. Crying. I know it's sense the heartless more like, turmoil people more in this turmoil. age of positive mental health. <laughs> they're not fucking. Stressed. It's TV, girl. We want to be entertained. Yeah. Make them cry. Make them send <laughs> each other home properly. I don't want to hear them having been friends. So we're back on the main stage. Uh, the the lip sync assassin wall is out. We see the silhouette of the queen. And my favorite line of the episode was Jimmo going, "Oh, look at somebody with a weird shaped leg." <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and go home. <laughs> Found that so funny. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just like, and it, it was the subtleness of it as well. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that like does look strange. You're just like look at the TV, being like, oh, it really did perk my ears up. I was like, oh, what? no, what's going on here with the leg? Oh my and gosh! So the lip sync assassin is revealed <laughs> to be Priyanka, winner of Canada's Drag Race season one and former contestant alongside Jimbo. Again, I wonder 
you know, we had the Pangina Jimbo lip sync. I wonder was this was she supposed to be booked for an episode that Jimbo was supposed to win or something like that? I'm not sure. Uh, but it was so good to see her. I, again, if you haven't been watching Untucked, each of the lip sync assassins have their kind of moment as they're getting ready. And it always ends up being incredibly sort of lame. But Priyanka's was actually really fun. Like, and it was talking about, you know, I just like the idea that when RuPaul was looking at my picture before going to bed one night, he decided for honest lip sync assassin. She's so funny. I love her. Yeah. Guy, I never had, I didn't know who Priyanka was until this episode i haven't mm-hmm. watched canada's drag race I, I i'm now like i'm now going to go back and watch that today uh, priyanka <laughs> is an icon and i think priyanka has booked herself into the next season of all stars after her appearance in this episode yeah i think so too it'd be great to see her yeah um so she takes on candy to jump and jump and by destiny's child i thought this was a close lip sync rebecca who would you have given the win to it was close but i think priyanka's just got it yeah I think Priyanka had better moves and she did like cartwheels and stuff like that. I think Candy did a better job of kind of like embodying the song. But then there was this one moment where Candy did a high kick that it kind of looked like she kicked herself in the face. <laughs> I think she did because she caught. And I was like, was that meant to be funny or are you injured? <laughs> that was like another trigger for you, Rebecca. And you're so I don't know how you made it to stay at all. I was like, oh God. Um, I love jumping, jumping though. Sometimes the lip sync uh, songs can be a bit hit or miss, but mm. that whole Destiny Child era writings on the wall. Candy Burris from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta wrote a lot of that album. So I, Did the she? second I heard, yeah, Candy oh. Burris wrote loads of songs on Destiny Child's album. I was like, I can't cope. So when I heard jumping, jumping, I was thrilled. I don't think okay. Candy wrote that, but great song, great lip sync song. We needed a bit of something, do you know? Yeah, <laughs> something, something. Mm. Uh, Chris, were you also Team Priyanka in the lip sync? Yeah, I was Team Priyanka. I think she did embody. I know you were saying that Candy did as well, but like literally from the very beginning, as soon as it started, I could just see Priyanka's like face change and the attitude's like, Lady, keep your man. And like, I was like, okay, <laughs> period, period. I have to be careful how much I sing. We don't want to get copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that algorithm will be like, wow, he was so pitch perfect. It must be exactly like Beyonce. Is that Beyonce? Beyonce? <laughs> Kelly? <laughs> Maybe Kelly. <laughs> Latavia, if anyone. Oh my God. Um, the Bianca does win. They do this fucking stupid. Oh, I love that. That was the, that was that was the best thing ever. Because I was like, oh my god, what's going to happen? I was like, what's going to happen? And then like it was a gag, and it was like. Oh, and it was like, shouldn't we have known this beforehand? Like that, I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was a fun back for it, to be fair. That was probably the funniest bit. The best bit of the episode was that because I was literally sitting there going, one of the queens has voted themselves. So I was like, Jessica just said, no, do you know what? I don't want to win this way, la la la. Yeah. So I thought maybe that they had voted themselves. And then she was like, I have two lipsticks. I was like, okay, yeah, of course. Why did we not see that coming? Um, oh my gosh, so- it was ridiculous though. Because like you're watching the lip sync, and I was like, "Hang on, is this going to go back to Candy? Like, who cares if you win the ten grand?" And then it's going. So, so the Fame Games is now sixty k. Yeah, is the prize. which again, I thought was just silly. give it to Priyanka. Oh, like, come on. I know. I'm like, what is the Fame Games? I'm like, I don't care. And we get the little oh. graphic of fifty grand scrolling up to sixty grand. <laughs> I was like, guys, come on, we don't care. Yeah. Oh, gas. <laughs> Um. So then, yeah, Candy gets gets up to the front again. She has to pull her lipstick. I, you know, she she leads it up to make you think it's going to be Jimbo. Who did you genuinely think it was going to be, Rebecca? Like, you know, 
in the, if I paused it and said, who's it going to be? What would you have said? I was watching this with my hands covering my face going, oh, Candy's actually going to send Jimbo home and it's going to be this this huge moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did think that Jimbo was going to go because Candy has been threatening how Candy's like, I'll do anything to win. I don't care about the alliances, you know. And I was really expecting that to be the case. And then when it said Jessica, I was like, I was relieved because I feel like Jimbo's the worthy winner of the series. But... I did think that everything was pointing to that Candy was going to stab Jimbo in the back and be like, I'm in the final with Jessica, goodbye. Yeah, I agree. I totally felt it was going Jimbo's way. And I actually, even though I love Jessica, also felt slightly relieved just for the sake of the show. Mm. It's been a bad enough season. I I think think Jimbo going home would have made me feel, what was the fucking point of this all? Oh. (laughs) Big words. Who did you mm. think was going home, Chris? Yeah, I thought the exact same. I think Rebecca said it perfectly. Like, thought it was Jimbo. Relieved it wasn't Jimbo because we needed that. But also, I did want the twist. I did want yeah. the. I did want the excitement. Um, but yeah, Jimbo definitely is the worthy winner of the season. But this is the thing as well because I get a bit bored when I'm like, we're just sitting here waiting for you to win. A little bit like Sasha Kobe, I felt like I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, like as soon as she walked into the workroom, I was like, right, well, we're literally just going to be like rooting for all the other girls to get a win. Or to like, yeah. you know, do something that might be a bit memorable. But we're all ultimately just waiting for Sasha to be crowned. Yeah, I think season 15 had a, they did a good job of building a nature up. That mm. there could have been a shock win there. I yeah. definitely th- felt that was a possibility. There was a potential, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't Whereas, see it here with anyone else. No, there'd be riots in the street of Candy. <laughs> Um, Jimbo's just been, from the start, you know, just the clear winner. I think that's probably what the the problem with the season is, is that mm. the, it's just Jimbo seems to be up here and there's no one really has been able to get get as close. I think that's probably why we're all just waiting for Jimbo to win. Yeah, and I think I've seen fandom online saying that, you know, had we had the previous format of All-Stars where there was two winners each week, there would have been, you know, it would have been more people with more wins. The track record would have been let more even, whereas it's it's so stacked in Jimbo's favor now that, yeah. uh, you know, it's going to win. So it almost feels like we're like, okay, Jimbo's going to win, but at least next week should be something totally different in the form of this fame game. And I genuinely think this does have the potential to be the silky lip sync extravaganza that season six had. Because remember how bored we were at like, Scarlet Envy, don't go. This game is a game within a game, and we were rolling our eyes. And then we saw the episode, and we were like, "Oh, that that was actually good." Like this, this yeah. talent show could actually be very good. I'm just thinking, guys. I've just had a moment when you were speaking there, Keen. I was thinking to myself, "Do you think that they're going to put the winner of the Fame Games into the final episode? Is that the bit that we don't see coming? I think that would be would actually be interesting if they." took the winner of the Fame Games next week and put them in the final with Candy and Jimbo. And it might just give the final a little bit of something because otherwise we just know Jimbo's going to win, don't we? I mean, I would be gagged if Candy does. Maybe Candy is going to pull something out of the bag and we're like, wow, you are the worthy winner in the last episode. But is there something coming to make this a bit more interesting? I know we're saying it's 60 grand. I would love to see it. If it was someone that got eliminated at the very start that we didn't see much of, who comes back in the fame games, does an incredible job and they are in the final. Because normally it's three in the final and it's only two. Yeah. I think it's a very good point. And I did think this myself because I think, whatever, there's going to be 10 queens at the talent show next week. 
and if the winner is chosen by the public then you know they'll perform and the judges will give their opinion and then they'll go oh now it's time for you to vote and then how does the episode end i don't understand that that would just feel sort of like a real all right ending so i wonder maybe maybe the judges choose their winner that winner goes into the final and then we get to choose the runner up to be the winner of the fame game yeah yeah that's that could nice. happen that could happen and I, I yeah that feel, or you know the top two lip sync or something like that because it has to be a lip sync at some point um so I just don't see them just handing it right over to the audience because I just think that'll be a bit like, all right, okay. And then I think they'll have to announce the winner in the finale, which I don't know how they're going to do. I also don't know how we're going to vote. Is it yeah. just likes on an Instagram post? Is there going to be some, you know, Eurovision style recap? And then they... <laughs> yes, I don't, I need that. Well, 12 points to go to <laughs> Monica Beverly Hills. <laughs> 12 points from the I Irish social media. I have no idea how they're going to yeah. do it. But I guess we'll have to come Wait back and next see. week and find out. Uh, Rebecca, you, I almost called you Jessica there. Rebecca, you want Jimbo to win. Who would you like to win the Fame Games? Is it Jessica Wilde? I think Jessica. Um, I Probably Jessica, but then it would be more interesting for it to be a queen that we didn't see get much airtime on the series yeah. who got eliminated early. So I'm trying to think back now. Who else was I really like? Oh my God, I love them. So I you, you said Nasha Lopez. I probably would have liked to see it. Heidi. I love Heidi, but is Heidi going to come back for the fame no, games? No, Heidi's not allowed. Yeah, oh, really? She's, she's, it's okay. Yeah. It's Heidi's yeah. not. Kahana, I think, has stunning looks, but mm, I love Lala or um, Lala or Jessica. They're probably my two favorites. Uh, or Nasha might just, I think Nasha could um, do something interesting. Do you know? Yeah, it's actually been uh, unfair on Kahana for a certain degree because she was sent on what four weeks ago now or three weeks ago and because of what the challenges were there was the the week after she left it was a design challenge so she didn't get to show a look on the uh, fame game and then she showed one the week after and then she hasn't got to show a look once this week so like you know alexis never got to walk down that fame game thing so i guess we'll have to see um but yes rebecca thank you so much for joining us uh hopefully your predictions will come through and it'll be jessica and lala who win the fame game next week but i guess we'll have to find out do you want to share what you got coming up? Is there going to be a new season of Shrine anytime soon that we can look forward to? We hope and pray. Um, normally on Shrine, we cover, you know, a crime drama with a strong female lead. So mm-hmm. we know the vigil and trigger points coming back. We think next year, but we're waiting for that new series to dissect. So I would say soon enough, but uh, also I'm not sure. A bit like the fame games. Not sure what's going to happen, <laughs> but we will be back. We will be back soon, yeah. Um, so, and I also just need to elevate my leg and put ice on it, and yes, you be ready to lip sync for my life and sashay down the aisle in a few weeks' time. <laughs> we want oh. to see you strut, work, and sashay down that aisle to the wedding merch. <laughs> we hope yeah. and pray, everyone. Yes. And then it's like, may you can now kiss the bride. You kiss, and then you do a death drop on the aisle. Exactly. I can't wait. Okay, so we're almost at the end of the season. I have high hopes for next week's episode. I'm putting it out there. I'm hoping for a killer talent show. What sort of talents are your, are your favorites when it comes to talent show? Is it the Anitra Duckwalk and Gaggery, or do you prefer more like, you know, magic shows and that sort of stuff? <laughs> magic Mike. Um, I love a kooky performance. I think they do quite well. Now, not, what's her name? Oh my God, Lemon Water. Oh yeah. Um what is her name? First out season fifteen. Uh, something I. 
Irene Dubois. That's it, Irene. You now that it. didn't work, but Willow and the Willow one, um, Jimbo's one. I feel like the kooky kind of ones, like the bologna, mm. Willow's spaghetti. Maybe it's a bit of food or something. I don't know. I love those because it's a little bit of a break. I get a little bit bored, and I hope we don't get this, but I get a little bit bored when it's all like, here's my new song, yeah. like, and okay. here's me doing like. Now, Duck Walk was good, but like, there are few and far between, and I think maybe I liked spices. Boys want to know where my dingaling go, where my dingaling go, where my dingaling go. I like that one, but like there were so many that season. That was just people's songs, and like we'd only been introduced to them, so I didn't even know them yet. So I was like, I don't know what your branding is, babe. Yeah, well, that's true. Actually, we'll have we'll you know we'll we know these queens already, but also we've had a kind of season where a lot of them will know kind of what a callback will be. Um, I think like if you're gonna lip sing a song, your song has to be very good. Like yeah. I think of Cornbread's rap. And I also think, I think Angeria had a really good one. Let Loose. You know, Let Loose. Well, that that was never on the show. That was the thing. That was like an extra show phenomenon. Was um, it? Yeah, she didn't do, oh, no, she did have she a time. Did do it. Sorry, she did do it. She did do it. She came like... I just totally forgot about that. No, she did do it, but it wasn't... She came like... She was bottom. She, she was in was the saying, bottom. Yeah, yeah she, did, she didn't lip sync. Because she did it live. That's it. That's something. Yeah. I was like, it was really Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see. I hope you're, I, I, you're right. I love like Manila painting and then turning yeah, it upside down. And so, like I loved Mariah smearing the paint and making this like, you know, political statement. More of that piece, yeah. more paint. Something different, yeah. I just I just get so bored when it's like the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Um, but like there is, there is one, like even like weird ones that we haven't seen anything like kind of off the wall, like, you know, like say Detox, when she did like Supersonic and she had like the neon paint. Mm. I love that. I was like, okay, that's different. I need to break it up. It's a talent show. And then we want Coco yeah. Montrese as well. And we want, <laughs> we want no one to do stand-up. I don't know. If someone does stand-up, who do you think could do stand-up, actually? I mean, maybe James Mansfield could do stand-up. Yeah, I think she so. could Well, maybe, maybe, maybe Jimbo and We Hannah have no idea. We were talking about this in the episode. We have no idea what's happening with the Fame Games. Is someone's coming no. back? <laughs> if they're flipping it upside down. speculating. There's 60 grand out there. Don't know how who someone's going to obtain it. They could, it could be in tips thrown. They could have. To, it could be a scavenger hunt that they have to find. Is it going to be money. split between them? Do you remember the crystal maze where they had to go in and that to like grab all the money? Maybe Girl, it could be that. Who it knows? could be the go- yeah, golden silver tickets. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Until then, you can check us out on Instagram at to see that pod, or you can find Chris at Chris is that I'm dumb on Instagram. And, uh, <laughs> the inflection question. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.